All right, recording. Okay, hello everybody. Um, this is Jonathan Ward, the author of China's Vision of Victory and the founder of Atlas Organization, which is a strategy consultancy on US-China global competition, in conversation today with General Robert Spaulding, who's the author of Stealth War and currently a fellow at the Hudson Institute. So General Spaulding um, was also the, a, a senior defense official and, and defense attache in China and um, senior director for strategic planning at the National Security Council um, at the beginning of the current administration. So what we're going to get into today, Rob, is basically um, I think America is at a strategic turning point here. I mean, the recognition of um, the China challenge, that this is our fundamental, um, you know, most important adversary and that we are going to have to redo um, U.S. strategy, perhaps globally, in order to handle this new challenge. And you, of course, have been instrumental in shaping um, the 2017 national security strategy. And something that we haven't really, that hasn't really been discussed publicly is that your thinking on the NSS was informed by a seven page document that you wrote in, Be in Beijing while you were defense attache. So we're gonna go ahead and talk about um, that, uh, that original document that shaped your thinking towards China's strategy, US strategy, and ultimately um, the NSS itself. So Rob, go ahead. We look forward to hearing about this. Yeah, th thanks, Jonathan. Um, so, you know, if you if you're um, kind of following along with me in Beijing, uh, I, I arrived there in uh, the 5th of December 2016. A week later, the Chinese take the UUV, UUV in the South China Sea, uh, which you would you would think that that would be the uh, you know, focus of of my effort there. Um, but really, it wasn't the military aspect. It was all the other things that I had uh, been studying over the preceding years at the Pentagon, economics and finance and trade and information. And so it was with that, those ideas in mind that I finally could put my thoughts together and, and sit down and, and write out what I thought was a structure for a, a, a strategy, a counter strategy, if, if you will. And so there's really four components to it. And I'll go over mm -hmm. the first uh, was lead with principles. In other words, you know, the United States had, were was operating in the world and is really kind of a, a ship afloat. It was not really focused on promoting democratic principles, free trade, human rights, civil liberties, rule of law, rule of law in the ways that it was during the Cold War. And and we needed to get back to that. And so, in any national security strategy, had to focus on uh, our principles first. And and to strengthen America. You know, the United States had power had dwindled uh, in the pre in the in the superseding years after the end of the Cold War, and it was you know due to several decades of of neglect. You know, a decline uh, to um, you know we declined to invest in that infrastructure, in um, in uh, manufacturing, in science and technology, in STEM education. You know, our military superiority had uh, waned. So we needed to really get back to investing in America and then organizing to compete. And that was really talking about how the Chinese Communist Party had reoriented the international order of globalization, the Internet, to turn our uh, strengths, the open, uh, the, the strengths of an open society into vulnerabilities and how we needed to, you know, really think about uh, things differently in terms of cybersecurity, border security. You know, now we're looking at, you know, biosecurity because of the spread of the coronavirus. All of these things where the Chinese Communist Party had essentially utilized 
the open system, but essentially by not following the rules had began to erode its effectiveness to govern how, you know, the international order functioned. And finally, that led into four, which was with our allies and partners begin to rebuild, you know, strength in a coalition of democracies towards, you know, revitalizing the international order in a way that promoted uh, the, um, the principles of, you know, open uh, or free trade, um, human rights, civil liberties, and, and rule of law. And so it was that kind of four-part um, four structure that I used to kind of order my thoughts as we were uh, discussing the, the coming uh, new national security strategy. Rob, how are we doing now? I mean, I look at this as, a, as an awakening on, on the China issue. I mean, we've both, um, you know, contribute our books to that effort and to, you know, a broader understanding among the public, um, you, you know, of Chinese grand strategy in the Communist Party. But how is America doing fundamentally in, in terms of what it takes to actually compete and win? What's your sense of that now in, in our remaining minute? Well, you know, I, we're sitting here in um, July of 2020, and and really, I would have expected everything that's come to pass to not really not for us not to get there to about 2023. So we've really accelerated, you know, this uh, this strengthening of Amer not the strengthening of America, but the but the organizing to compete uh, element of the strategy. And I think that's what's changed uh, in the last few months. You know, the 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 tariffs. Um, the, the going after, you know, um, Chinese uh, human rights violations, banking, all of that. I think it's it's really accelerated. And I think in the next in the coming uh, years, you're going to see a real change in the international order as a result. And, uh, you know, we're at the end of this. So it was really good discussion and joint talking about it and want to do it again uh, really soon. Thank you all.